So uh, last week we had done Canto 11 part 2 chapter 23 was for 54, a song of Avanti Brahmana. Now in that we had discussed about the kind of routine work that is done which is normally attached to happiness and sadness in our life. Because when we do work, we are always expecting something out of that work. And every material activity in this world will lead us towards further and further karmic action and loops. And this is the reason why the body has to continuously undergo what is called as the rebirth. So it is born, it dies, it born, it dies, it born, it dies. Karma leads us to this. Now, this karma is always responsible for our future lives. But what we think is God is responsible for all the problems in our world. Now, this is something which we need to overcome in our life because God is not responsible. There are certain laws and certain rules in this world which you need to follow. And when you follow them, you will lead a fulfilled life. But every human being doesn't follow those rules. These are the framework. These are the basic framework rules that have been laid down. And man is supposed to follow them. But unfortunately, we don't. Now in spirituality, what is learnt is we have to be natural, work in a very very natural way and go about our life the way it has been prescribed for us because we are here for a particular duty. And this is what we had learnt in our last satsang. So we are doing Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Part 2, Chapter 23, The Song of Avanti Brahmana, Verse 55. If we accept time as the cause of happiness and distress, that experience still cannot apply to the spirit soul. Since time is a manifestation of the Lord's spiritual potency. And the living entities are also an expansion of the Lord's spiritual potency manifested to time. Certainly, a fire does not burn its own flame or sparks, nor does the cold harm its own snowflakes or hail. In fact, the spirit soul is transcendental and beyond the experience of material happiness and distress. At whom, therefore, should one become angry? Now, this is a lengthy verse which will tell you that we think time is responsible and time is a great factor in our lives. But let us look at time. What is this time all about? Now you may say that, you know, time is the reason why this is happening to me. Today this happens. Yesterday this happened to me. Isn't it time that we are talking about? If there were good times, I could have done much better. If this world was a better place, you know, I was born during the world war. I was born during the uh, different uh, droughts that were there. Isn't that how a man blames time? But let us look at it from this point of view that time, if time was responsible for all the bad things in the world or all the good things in the world, then 
everybody would be in a state of goodness or everybody would be in a state of sadness. During the world war, there were lots of companies which went down under. Everything came to a standstill. Companies which used to manufacture automobiles started manufacturing tanks. You know, the tanks that you see in the war film. Companies which were manufacturing garments for normal people started making garments for the army, the armed forces. So there was someone out there who was making profits. Then why are we blaming time? Today if everything goes for a toss and there are hundreds of people who are dying and we are cursing our destiny, why is everybody dying around me, so on and so forth. But there is definitely the undertaker who is very happy, isn't it? He's got a lot of business. <laughs> so there will be a lot of people in this world who will be happy. So then what is it that makes us happy and sad? Is it time? And are we not unnecessarily blaming time? Think. Time is, how is time measured? Time is measured by the earth going round the sun or going round itself. The time taken for the earth to go round itself rotation is approximately 24 hours. Correct? And the time taken for the earth to go round the sun is 365 and one quarter day. Approximation. Now let us assume that we are on some other planet then what would be the time taken? Time would be different. But is it affecting us? Remember, if I were to be born at the now, now, I can be born even on a Saturn or some such planet which is habitable. I am not saying Saturn is habitable, but Saturn or some other planet in this universe. I can be born just now. So, but what is the time over there? Everybody has their own calendar. See, today we follow what is called as the Julian calendar. The Julian calendar says that Jesus Christ was born on 25th of December, 24th night. Correct? His birthday is celebrated. But Julian calendar was adjusted somewhere in the 17th century. The calendar was adjusted so that the additional number of months we just fast forwarded. Why? Because somebody had forgotten to calculate the one quarter day. Can you imagine that? Somebody had forgotten somewhere down the line to calculate that one quarter day. Again, we started at 0 AD. I mean, there is actually no 0 AD, but we think there is a 0 AD. What is 0 AD? Or is it 0 BC? There is neither 0 AD nor 0 BC. Okay. Someone has randomly put that as a date. And we have assumed that we are born on particular year, 1959, 1979, 1968, you name it, 2001, everybody says I was born on this date. They will give some random answer. But is that random answer correct? It is a relative term. Relative term because in India, we follow a different calendar. 
If you go and see your Indian birth, it will tell you some vague month. It is going to tell you some vague year, and you will say, "Oh, shake so and so, it was you are born on this particular year." What calendar are we following? According to the Mayan calendar, you know Mayan calendar. We we should have been dead long ago. The whole world was supposed to end in two thousand and twelve, right? And you and I are still alive. We are talking to each other. So Mayan calendar is another anomaly in our system. So time as a factor should never be blamed. So he says, "What is this time that we talk about?" Let us see the verse once again. If we accept time as the cause of happiness and distress, that experience still does not apply to the spirit soul. The time, the amount of time taken for these cells to deteriorate and become new. Scientifically, you are a new person every day. Do you know that? You don't know that. You know every body cell rejuvenates itself, is reborn. Imagine your body from tip to toe. is replaced in a few days so the cells in your eye are not the same the cells which you saw one month ago they are not the same and just imagine okay you regenerate instead of black eyes you generate blue eyes in a in a black skin you know that is going to be a big problem for you to explain to the world how is this happening <laughs> so this this problem which we face where the regeneration happens you are a new person so again let me tell you time is not responsible so don't ever say this word bura samay aa raha hai <laughs> bura samay chal raha hai you know my bad times are going on this not your bad times there is no time factor which is going to affect your soul this soul or what we call as the jivatma for simplicity i am calling it a soul okay so the jivatma is not affected by any time for that matter there is no effect on the jivatma we feel that you know my jiva is getting affected no way your jiva is not at all affected this manifestation of the lord spiritual potency what is time time is the manifestation of lord spiritual potency it is an illusion how is it an illusion i will tell you a very simple experiment which you can think of you know time travels now let us see huh? this is just an imagination think about time how it travels you are sitting on the hand the our hand h o u r our hand at the tip of the our hand now you are travelling on the watch tick 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 and every time you keep on going around and around and around you are thinking oh i have travelled so much and so many years have passed and so many days have passed why are you sitting at the edge of that you know you understand the hand if you sit in the middle what will happen for you time will be standing still no <laughs> you are just going around yourself only 
in the center. So this is just a funny example for you to understand. It is your perspective. Where are you standing? Time is to be taken only as a perspective. Don't bother your head that time is responsible for whatever the bad that is happening or good that is happening. It's all a matter of illusion. All right. Certainly a fire does not burn his own flame. Now see, this particular potency called time is God's own potency. So why is time going to destroy you? They say, no. You call Aurangzeb or Shivaji or some other people from the past. Okay. Now Mussolini, Hitler, you name it. You know, all these great people were born in the past and time consumed them, we see. Isn't it? We say these words, isn't it? Time consumes these kind of people. But what is this time that is consuming? Time is not consuming. It is, they were born, they died. Now they would have been born again, they will die again, they will be born again, they will die again and so on and so forth. I was reading a very beautiful uh, story. Now this is a Christian story where the husband and wife are there and they are in love with each other and they are very very pious couple. So a few years later, just a few years later, the wife dies and the man worries for her so much and he is actually uh, heartbroken and he says, I am sorry, you know my wife is dead and he is just crying, crying, crying and crying. Now he gets the opportunity to visit his wife because he is a very pious person, God grants him the opportunity. And he goes to hell to meet her and he meets her over there. And then the devil says to him, uh, I am sure the devil is only ruling that place, hell. So he says, uh, I believe you have come to take your wife. But you see, I cannot give your wife if you uh, want to take her just like that. So he says to him, No, I have got this special permission from God that I can take my wife away from here. So the devil says, No, there is one you know, condition. And the condition is, you please walk out of hell just now, but don't look back. If you look back even an instant, your wife will disappear. She is not going to follow you. So I am going to send her behind you, but don't look back. Now, when he is walking and he is crossing the doors, at that point in time, you know, just to make sure whether she is there behind or no, he looks back. <laughs> and when he looks back, the wife which is there, who is supposed to be following, disappears. So now the choice is, now what to do? So he comes back to the devil once again and he says, see, now I want my wife back. He says, I am sorry, you did not follow my condition, so I cannot grant you. So that says, okay, I will also stay over here. <laughs> so that is basically the end of the story. And what was the funny thing that I found over here? This is a Christian story. Okay? 
and they were pious couple. My question was very simply this, why did they go to hell? If they are a pious couple, they love God so much and they are so devoted to Him, then why did they go to hell? So isn't that a problem in life that something like this is told for the sake of saying, you know, is you have to accept it. Why should we accept it? If you are a pious person, if you are a God-loving person, then you should go to heaven instead of hell. So at such point in time, Samai Kharab Thana, the time was bad. The time was wrong. No, there is no wrong time over there. These stories are basically affecting human beings. And that is the reason why all these verses are here to tell you that please understand one thing. No time, no human being, no God, nobody, nobody, absolutely no one is affecting you, the soul. The spirit soul can never be afflicted by anything in this world. Nobody can afflict it. Nobody can turn it. Nobody can kill it. Nobody can do anything to it. So what makes you think that these kind of stories or some vague thing in this planet earth like time is going to affect you? Space. Why is space supposed to affect you? There was a very intelligent question somebody had asked. And that question was, why is it that all the gods are born in India? <laughs> why is the god not born in United States or South America or Africa or some such place? Why is all these gods, you know, all these Shivjis and Krishnas and all, why are they born in India? And some great guy has written an answer. Says, oh, no, 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 India was extending right up to Singapore and Indonesia and all that. So God was born in all this land. And why is it that Jesus Christ and all those other saints were born in the Middle East somewhere? And why is it that the, you know, the Greek gods, they were born only in Greece. They should not have been born. They should have been born in India. It's a funny question, but think about it. See, if I have to teach you something, just now, did you notice that I spoke a little bit in Hindi also? And Google finds it very difficult to translate that Hindi. Okay, suddenly Hindi comes into play and they have a problem of the transcripting this whole thing because we do automatic trans, you know, that thing and it doesn't work. <laughs> it will show some blanks over there. So did you understand why this happens? If you are in Greece, you will have to follow the Greek gods, no? But if I tell you that there is an elephant god, your Greek people will not understand elephant god, okay? They will say, what is this Ganesha? I don't understand. And why is your God black in color? I am fair over here. I have got blue eyes. I am a tall guy. Why is your God so short and black? And <laughs> he's, he's doing like this. So this kind of a disconnect will be there. So this God that we talk about are the folklore of that particular place. How do I explain to my own children what is this God all about? Now, if an Indian 
you know, brown skin person has got a white looking god, they are going to have problem. Right? So there is a big problem in our world. So the only reason why our gods are born over here is because the folklore says so. Alright? I am not bothered about the Greek mythology or the... You imagine Peruvian god over there who speaks in Quechua language, you know. I don't know what that language is also and still imagine that. So I cannot have, uh, you know, that Michael Jackson song, if you remember, huh? where I cannot have an Egyptian god coming to me, alright? Magical Egyptian god coming from somewhere, oh, oh, oh. we cannot have this kind of thing. So I hope you understand that these factors are illusory. They are all illusion. And I have to create stories so that your mind can grasp them. It is not because my God is only born in India. Okay, he is not. Uh, he is not. Uh, you know, planning his coordinates. Oh, like, <laughs> so many degrees east and so many degrees north. I will be born over there, and bam, he comes and lands over there again. You have heard of this great area called Area Fifty One. I'm sure most of the people have heard about it. What makes you think that that is a landing place for all the aliens in the world? I mean, just imagine the alien from some far away planet. He says, okay, I'm going to land on Area 51. And he comes on, <laughs> lands over there. Does it, doesn't it sound very stupid to your ears? These are all stories. There, everything over here is an illusion. Time is an illusion. Space is an illusion. Just now I told you how space is an illusion. I think I am born in India. But this is how my illusion. Who called me that? See, go back in time. Who is calling this place India? Nobody knows. Just because you are staying over here, you are calling it India. Tomorrow, or maybe a thousand years from now, you will call it some other name. Correct? Now, those who are staying in the United States, I am sure, you know, every few years you add one new state to yourself. Correct? Many years ago, there was less number of states. Now, more states have come in. Okay? And as you add more and more states, you really wonder, Kevi, now how many more states will be there or is it going to be United Kingdom? Nobody knows. Some few years back it was EU. Huh? Now it is E they and I am separate. E I is separate and E they are separate. EU doesn't exist. Hmm? So European Union is no longer union. Then what happens? So this is completely a dynamic world. And this dynamic world is constantly changing and we should never be fixated about it. Don't be fixated that you know you are the same person. Just now only I told you at the beginning, your body cells have changed so much that you are not the same person. Every cell in your body has been replaced in a few days. You know every night what happens, no? All your red blood corpuscles, they go to the liver and they get mishmashed and they come out as uh, different kinds of stuff. Huh? And then new cells are born inside your bone marrow, some, some place they are born. So they are born there or they are born in the heart, nobody knows. 
they have discovered that some of the cells are born in the lungs also. It's a new theory. So, let us go with it. Now, this the, this is the funny thing. And we are so much closeted in our mind about time, space, location, this, that. Don't be. Here Krishna is saying, don't bother your head about it. Okay? He says, fire does not burn his own flame. Nor does cold harm his own snowflakes. The spirit soul is transcendental and beyond the experience of material happiness and distress. And therefore, whom should one get angry? Why are you getting angry with time? Don't. The false ego gives shape to illusory material existence and this experience and thus experiences material happiness and distress. The spirit soul, however, is transcendental to material nature. He can never actually be affected by material happiness and distress in any place under any circumstances or by the agency of any person. A person who understands this has nothing whatsoever to fear from the material creation. Very easy line but very difficult to follow. Why is it difficult to follow? Call yourself tomorrow that you are the soul or some I am the Jeevatma and go out in this world. Your boss, the, the moment he sees you, he'll say, Hey, have you given me yesterday's work that I had given you? And your Atma becomes Paramatma very soon and you are lost in that world of your office. You know how much of pressure is there to deliver things in the office? All your spiritual knowledge goes out of the window. Right? Why? Because we believe that we are bodies. So this line though it seems very very easy but it is extremely difficult to understand. The false ego gives shape to illusory material existence thus experiences material happiness and distress. This body of ours makes us feel that oh my god you know today I didn't even feel like waking up. And especially that satsang early in the morning. Why does he have to keep the satsang early in the morning? Can he not keep it at some other point in time? Then I have to look at the other people who are there from US. They are in the evening. Someone is in the morning. So what is the right time? So every day is, you know, uh, yesterday I just wrote one very uh, funny word. I wrote P-I-T-A. You know what PETA stands for, no? Huh? So, PETA stands for that, you know, the Mexican stuff, okay? So, I just wrote P-I-T-A. And then, immediately it showed me the emoji of that PETA, the PETA bread, okay? So, the person never asked me what it means. So, immediately the thought is, oh, just making an emoji. No, 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 no. I wrote pain in the ass. Okay. <laughs> so, our life is literally like that. A pain in the ass. Isn't it? Every day to get up in the morning and to go to work and to face the same stuff every single day of your life. Don't you feel that it is so much boring and so much irritable, any irritating in life? That you want a break. God, give me a break. 
You know, we keep on saying these words. God, give me a break. What is this break that you are asking for? You want a holiday? You will take a holiday for five days, ten days, and then you will come back. Yes, I am all charged up. Yeah, I am going to go to work. And then again the PITA starts. Right? No. See, the problem in our world is this. The life is always measured by how much of a problem we have and how much of happiness we have. We are always measuring our happiness and sadness in life. You know that, no? We are always constantly at it thinking how much of a big pain this is. What kind of a life I am leading and why is this such a problem? And we are pointing out at all these things. But what is Krishna saying over here? Krishna is saying it is only an illusion. It is there today, tomorrow it is not going to be there. So you mean to say tomorrow is a day when I will not eat pita bread, is it? Of course you are going to eat that because that's your favorite stuff. Huh? Mexican food is your favorite. So let me tell you this. How do you get out of this? That is what he is trying to tell over here. Follow this very very carefully. What is it that creates these problems in our world? The word is called false ego. You know how false ego creates problems for us? I told him to do that. He never did it for me. You got it? That person never spoke properly. He is showing disrespect to me. I have been working for so many years and they don't care for me. They are bringing in new employees and they are giving them more salary. That is called ego. And that is called false ego. Has anybody told you to stick around? You go and join some other place, no? You go and join some other place, you will become a new employee in that place, isn't it? You will get better salary, don't worry. But then few months later, what will happen? You will become an old employee and they will appoint another new person and then again you are back to square one, isn't it? So did you see this is all false ego? It is changing. You want to change from one place to another place to another place to another place to another place. It is not going to work. Changing countries and destination doesn't change your happiness. Your happiness quotient is not dependent on places. Please let me tell you this much. Some people want to shift their countries from say Singapore to Australia. Thinking that Australia is uh, heaven. You think so. But it is not the truth. Few months later you will say why did I change that country? Can I go to New Zealand? Maybe you will go to New Zealand. Then what will you say? Can I go to say Japan? Yeah, I am working for Sumitomo, no? So I can work in Japan. Japan! You know, every time they will wish me. Arigato. Mushi mushi, whatever. <laughs> then they say. But is that the truth? This idea that you are going to be happy in some country is wrong. <laughs> the happiness is not in the country. Happiness is your state. How you feel about it every single day of your life. It is not about some country. 
is it that makes you happy and what is it that makes you sad? You know that? Do you know what it is? Every day we have desires and the desires are not met, we get sad. When we have desires and they get fulfilled, we are happy. But immediately what happens to the, that uh, happiness goes away. You get a promotion, you are happy for a few days. Then you say, come to know that somebody else has got a better deal in the company than you. So what happened to your happiness? Went away. So it's the same thing like I said, you know, when you change countries, when you change locations, it is not about that country or the location or the time or the space. Everything is illusory. It is your way of thinking. It's the way how your mind works. You know? Hugh Jackman was celebrating his 21st wedding anniversary, blah, blah, all that. Such a happy couple, the, you know, the punchline was. Happy couple. I will dread the day when my husband removes those, you know, from his hands and starts fighting with me. <laughs> so, so this, and do you think that doesn't happen? It happens. It's your again. The problem is not with the person, it is the mind which is the problem. And every time when the mind is a problem, you are going to get into trouble. So he says, the false ego gives shape to illusory material existence and thus experiences material happiness and distress. This ego which is there within us, it creates this kind of problems. Whereas the spirit soul, you are actually the spirit soul, you are not a body. You believe you are a body. See, think about it. You are the water. Huh? And now you are thinking you are the bottle. The bottle of water. Isn't it? The bottle of water, the, on top of it is written some kinley or you know some such kind of a name. Is that your name? Water has no name. Remember, water has no name. No, but we pay through our nose for an Evian bottle. I am Evian. See, sir, you give that Evian bottle to an, uh, you know, the people, those who are in the desert, they will call it, oh, it is not $4 or $5. They will say it is million dollars bottle. Why? Because there is drought over there. Correct? The same bottle, when they don't have water, it becomes a very, very precious thing. But if there is too much of water around you, you will use that Evian bottle to wash your hands. You got the point? You don't consider it worthwhile. You see, in India, how much of a problem is milk? And ask those people in Singapore. They get their milk from Australia and Malaysia and all those places. And on the other hand, you think about uh, the great Cleopatra taking bath in camel's milk and you know, all those Oh much! Oh my God! She's wasting so much of milk. Get taking a bath in milk. Bolega to kya? Right? So isn't it called the perspective of every individual based on their own experiences? But these experiences are connected to the body, not to you. So your value, you are thinking, is based on the label. The water inside believes its value is based on the label. 
but is it based on the level or is it based on circumstances i gave you an example just now the same water will have no value you will wash your hands with it if there is too much of money around and if if there is you know so much of water flowing all over the place but if you are in a drought place where there is absolutely no water and this bottle of water though it cost 4 dollars for you it will be worth millions of dollars why because there is no water there so is the bottle of water worth 4 dollars or is it million dollars or is it zero value is it not the presence of your own mind which tells you these kind of things so is it not illusory based on illusion everything can be then judged isn't it so he says but you are not that you are that priceless soul that jeev atma which is transcendental to material nature it can never be affected by material happiness and distress in any place so understand you are not the body you are that supreme divine soul that absolute perfect being so why are you looking at the label why not look inside when you look inside what are you you are just the divine being under any circumstances or by agency or any person so you are not affected by any person any agency or anything why because it's your illusion a person who understands this has nothing whatsoever to fear from the material creation so the aspect called fear doesn't exist in you now fear where does it come from this is an extremely important understanding you should have fear you know where fear comes from because of possession fear comes because of possession what do you possess your body this is my body so you are afraid of death you possess your family so in the family somebody dies are you not going to cry yes you possess your money and when you lose your money you are going to feel very sad you possess everything including your beauty i am so good looking and a black blemish comes on your face what happens you feel very sad you possess your husband you possess your wife your boyfriend girlfriend your place where you stay everything imagine one day you are an owner of a company and you are so happy about it and the next day the government says this company is nationalized you know what nationalized means no the government has taken over and what do they give you in return zero nothing one fine day the company is nationalized you know this is a very very strange phenomena which happened many many years ago in india also i was born in a place where they had coal mines manganese mines you can name the things they had there so many cars i'm not joking i was born in a place where they had so many cars 
that they had their own petrol station inside their area. Why? And the area, all the houses were theirs. So they had their own petrol station. And this person wanted to fly. The place where I was born, that gentleman wanted to fly. And he, he told the airport, I am coming half an hour late. And the flight was delayed. The flight stood on the tarmac for more than half an hour. So that the person can come and board the flight. Such kind of place. And then one day, one fine day, the government of India said, all the mines are nationalized. This person who was earning millions and millions and one of the richest man in India, what happened to that person? That day, they were left with nothing. And this happened one fine day. And what is it that the government of India gave them in return? 500 rupees per annum. For a mine which gives millions and millions, coal mines, manganese mines, 500 rupees per annum? Doesn't it sound pathetic to you? Now, what happened to the happiness? Suddenly it vanished and it became sadness. Why did it happen? Possessiveness. Possession. The day you possess somebody or something and you lose it, you are going to be unhappy. So why are you possessing something? At the end of the day, it is not yours, isn't it? You are staying in a universe which is owned by God Almighty. Why are you possessing things? Just imagine there are two brothers and they are fighting over a patch of land and they are putting a boundary in between them. That belongs to you. This belongs to me. And the father in heaven is looking at them and saying, what kind of idiots are these? This is my land. And they are making divisions of my land. What they don't understand is this land belongs to me. I am the owner of that. So then why are we possessing all these things? Fear comes into you because when you lose the possession, you are going to be very upset. And the biggest fear is death. You believe you are dying. And when you are dying, what happens? <gasps> oh my God, I am going to lose my body. What body are you talking about? That has come from these elements, the five elements that are there in this planet Earth. They don't belong to you. When you die, all the elements will go back to the elements. Isn't it? So then why are we so much bothered about this body? So, a person who understands this has nothing whatsoever to fear from this material creation. So don't bother your head. You are not a body. You are the supreme divine soul that is inside this. I shall cross over this unsurmountable ocean of nascence by being firmly fixed in the service of the lotus feet of Krishna. This was approved by the previous Acharya who was fixed in firm devotion to the Lord Paramatma the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, the Brahmana is saying these words. 
what is he saying he's saying what is the happiness based on i told you just now the story about two brothers they drew a line and they said this is my property that is your property but the day the brother realizes this is not my property this is god's property i am only a caretaker i am only a caretaker see the word caretaker i take care of this property for the lord this body i am only a caretaker this body is whose the lords because this is also my possession isn't it body is also my possession so i am only the caretaker who is this i the mind the ego everything isn't it i am only the caretaker of this body now please tell me how are you supposed to take care of this remember the property belongs to somebody else you see when the property belongs to somebody else are we not extra careful when you go to a hotel do you go and smash things up break things up and do all kinds of things no are you not when you are staying in a rented apartment can you fix holes tak 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 and do something about it can you make changes in that place no in a rented place you have to be extremely careful isn't it so you don't break something you don't damage something correct now think about this body of yours it is a rented property why not take the best you know when you use a hotel room do you make best use of it or no correct you see you say now i have paid this much amount of money i am going to make the maximum use of it so whatever that is there in that room don't you want to use it if there is a kettle for making tea and coffee don't you want to use it yeah people like me will take away those uh, you know those <laughs> it's a joke okay but you want to use to the maximum right if this is a land which is given by god should i not make the maximum put a maximum effort in it so that i get the highest yield yes property is not yours yield is yours correct god is not saying that i am going to take the yield from you he is not standing over there okay how much yield you are going to give to me he is not a person who is like a don waiting how much is mine this you know my cut he is not bothered about that he is not one some zamindar or some person over there no 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 he is not even a banker all right he is going to say what does god say okay this is your land you plow it you do whatever you want to make the maximum use of it we squeeze the last drop of it isn't it you know those who take uh, bikes and cars on rent what do they do there is some fuel in it what do they do they use the maximum fuel and then they return it back isn't it see in india we do that but in us what are you supposed to do you are supposed to fill it up and give it back <laughs> but in india last drop tak use karo isn't it you use it till the last drop and you give it back right is the same thing god is saying 
make use of this body so that you can get the maximum benefit out of it. How do you get the maximum benefit out of it? By using every part of your being. You see, in the hotel room, you have a television. You want to use it? You are paid for it, isn't it? For using that. Rented it out, isn't it? So you are going to watch the television. If there is a kettle to make tea and coffee, yes, you better use that too. If there are soaps inside the bathroom, yes, of course, you should use them too. If there is a toothpaste and a toothbrush, yes, you should use that too. Why? You are paid for it, right? But the room is not yours. It belongs to the hotel. <laughs> Same way, this body... We have been given multiple things to use. Hands, legs, eyes, ears, nose. Everything is there for us to use. And the biggest thing we don't use is what you know? The brain. <laughs> See, God has given us a brain and a beautiful mind. And what do we do? We save it for a rainy day. And in the rains you don't go out. See? No, you better use that mind of yours and you better use that brain of yours because if you don't use it, no, it's going to rust. Make the maximum use of it because God has given that for intellectual purposes. Intelligent purposes. He has given you hands so that you can work with your hands. He has given you legs there so that you can walk, you can do a lot of stuff, you can run, you can play, you can do so many things. He has given you eyes to see all the beautiful stuff in this world. And at the end of the day, remember, you don't own it. Who is the owner? The Supreme Lord. He is the owner. Are you supposed to thank him? Yes. Remember to thank him for giving you such a beautiful apartment to live. The apartment is your body. Do you know even if there is one small zit over here, how painful it is? Huh? You know how difficult it is to keep this body in a perfect condition? So you got to exercise, you got to do a lot of things in this world. So has he not given you the power and the energy to do that? You know, people have this habit of saying, you know, Oh, I can do only 5 kilometers on that treadmill. Is that so? Do you know you can go for a trek and you can do 18 and 20 kilometers walking? <laughs> How did that happen? And you are saying, Oh, I get exhausted after doing 5 kilometers on the treadmill. On the treadmill, the treadmill, I don't even know whether it is 5 kilometers. It's just going round and round the same place. Got it? You're just going round and round in the same place and the treadmill says, oh, you're covered 5 kilometers. But you go for a trek tomorrow. Do you know in the trek you're covering 10, 12, 15, 20, 25 kilometers at a stretch? How is it possible? Think about it. You are the same body, you are the same mind, you are the same brain, the same intellect, same everything. But yet you could cover 20 kilometers in a stretch. Yes, of course, next day you are going to be feeling a little bit aches and pains. But don't you think this is the same thing which happens in the gym also? But you go on a regular trekking. You go on a regular treks every week, every few days. You think you are going to be not... You know, saying to yourself, I can do 20, maybe I can do 50 also. 
maybe I should do the marathon. Why? You don't put, don't put any limitations on yourself then. So now did you understand the same person can do 20 kilometers, can do even 28 kilometers or 35 kilometers also if he wants to. So our limitations are based on our own mind and our own ego. You understand this? And if we lose that, suppose we lose something, you know what happens to us? Just now only I told you, we are fearful. We are fearful that we cannot perform. We are fearful that I cannot do this, I cannot do this, I cannot do this. What do you mean by I cannot do this? You know, some people tell me, I don't know anything about business. I don't know what I will do. Maybe the business will go for a toss. Is that so? So you mean to say Jeff Bezos came from some other planet, dadam, like that, and started his uh, business like that? No, no, no. He didn't land from some other planet and already was a businessman over there. No, nothing like that. No, no, no. He had some database with him when he was born, you know. He just opened up the database. Oh, I can do business. There's nothing like that. Okay. There's no fix it. There is always an initiative that you need to take. There is always an initiative. Do you know there is, there is one very beautiful story that I read a few days ago. There was this very uh, great person who, I mean, uh, not a great person, you can say, a simple man who went working somewhere abroad and then he came back. He was fed up of his job because maybe the, they kicked him out or something like that. And uh, this person was staying somewhere in the north. And he decided that day that you see my, my parents, you know, my forefathers have some patch of land, some 5, 10, 20 acres or something like that. And everybody in the village is making something or the other, is, is growing something or the other. Can I do grow strawberries? Everybody laughed at him. <laughs> you don't grow strawberries in a desert, you know. This man took it very seriously and grew strawberries. Today, in one acre of land, he grows strawberries worth 40 lakh rupees. One acre, 40 lakh rupees. That is 4 million. It's a big amount of money. And the people who had laughed at him are now coming to him. Can you please teach me also? The village which was a desert has become arid and people are growing strawberries in Rajasthan. Doesn't that tell you something very great? Don't put limitations on this body. Like you are going to make the maximum use of all those towels in your room. You know that, no? <laughs> the hotel room, you make the maximum use of the towels and everything. Even the slippers which are provided, yes, I want to take that slipper also. You have to use it and you have to use the coat. So that coat is also there, you want to go for swimming in that. I mean, why? Because the hotel has provided it. So this body, body has been provided by God. 
Why not make the maximum use of it? Use that bloody brain. Don't make it rust, you know. You can grow strawberries in your, uh, wherever you want to. Got it? So this is how you have to see life. And this is what he says. Then do not forget to thank the God. The supreme divine consciousness which is within you. You are the same person. Remember this. You have that soul inside of you. Which we call as the spirit soul. Jivatma. You are also a part of that divine. Do not forget what race you come from. Which hotel group you belong to. The big boss is hotel. Isn't it? So this is that room which is there in that hotel. So we belong to that big boss upstairs. So always thank the supreme divine consciousness. God almighty. And then you will find happiness in your life. So I am going to stop over here. This is verse 57, I think, or 57. So just a recap of what we did. We are not supposed to blame time, space, or any other agency in our world for whatever that is happening. Never blame anything. Why? Because if you blame, you are blaming that body which has all the characteristics, which is under the sway of illusion, called Maya. Time is under the sway of, you know, you are under the sway of time and you believe that you have positive of time or you have extra time. That is, that is not the case. Similarly, you should understand that you are neither amongst this way of anything in this world. That means no time, space, nothing, nothing whatsoever. Everything happens because of your personal ego, which is connected to your mind. And you have to forget that. Because it's your ego and your mind which creates this kind of illusions for you. So what are you supposed to do? Think that this body and this time over here is God's property. Because he is the owner of it, everything, isn't it? And you are only that spirit soul, Jivatma. Use your body just like a hotel room. Use it. Don't misuse it. Don't try to rob things, okay? Use it properly and return it back to the owner. When you understand this, you will praise and thank the Lord Almighty. Because he is the owner of all these things. You are just here for a few days or a few years. So make the maximum use of this and be happy. What is it that causes all the pain in our life? Fear. Because we possess things. Stop this possessiveness of things. Know that everything belongs to God. Then you will not possess anything. You are here just as a tenant for a few days. Use it. Return it back. So no possession whatsoever. You are going to be the happiest. So we will stop over here. I will see you all tomorrow.